Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Marriage Adventure Podcast. We're so glad you're here with us. We're your hosts, Daniel and Bonnie Hoover. Hey, hope you're having a good week. Today, we're recording, and it is really cold here on the farm, but we have sunshine, and oh, that gosh, the sun's awesome. is so nice because it, it feels like it has been raining for 40 days and 40 nights. It's just <laughs> so much rain. And I actually, this morning, I got it, and I had a dove I was ready to send out. <laughs> To see if it would come back with an olive branch, but mm-hmm. it's sunny today. Sunny. It is sunny. It's beautiful. And that was a know, Noah's Ark reference. For you yeah, guys. absolutely. I walked down to see the donkeys a little while ago, and man, that is just everything's wet and just mm-hmm. soggy and yucky down there. And just mm-hmm. I'm ready for the sunshine and some. Even though it's cold, it's okay because maybe it'll dry some stuff up. But yeah. um, the donkeys, I think, are ready for um, not to be standing in in water and mud and. Yep. And all that. But so speaking of the donkeys, you know, I happen to just love them. Sorry if you have to hear about my adventures <laughs> of my donkeys. But I'm if kinda, you follow us on Instagram, yeah. you can follow the story of the donkeys. Yeah, they're, they're. I'm just like mildly obsessed because they are just the cutest things and they're fun and all that. But we, um, so we got a, another, we, we did tell about getting, we've, we've got two donkeys. Yes, we have two, Stormy yep. and Sammy. Yep, Stormy is the mini. And Sammy is a standard, and we actually got Stormy to be friends with Sammy because you really Sammy need to. Sammy was lonely. Sammy was lonely. You got to have two, and we found a, a mini, and um, so we had to keep them separated for a while and to to get them used to living together. And we had a, a fence between them; they kind of got to know each other, and um, and so we started finding out. I thought I was getting a friend for Sammy, but. He was not happy when I started showing the little guy some attention. He was not. You saw a new, it's like you saw a whole new side of, of, uh, uh Sammy. Sammy. It was kind of scary. He just got really aggressive, like, uh, nope. Mm-hmm. And, and when I would go away, they and were, we had them separated at yes. first that you got to separate them for a little bit, let them yeah. get to know each other. But through the fence, you could see they were getting a lot. They seemed to get along pretty good. And if I went in there with, with Sammy for a little while, Sammy and I got along great. And then I go see uh, Stormy little guy. and the little guy, and we got along great. But the minute I got between the two of them, it was... Well, if you were in there with Stormy, Sammy was not happy. He wasn't. He got really aggressive and very jealous. And so um, that that kind of leads into and kind of got us... It, it was kind of like if you ever have seen where you've got two kids playing great and then you bring a third kid in the mix, it, it well, they get jealous. Well, it's, so I grew up in a, in a family of four boys. You grew up with three. Yep. And uh, and you said there was always someone left out or yep. always someone kind of, you know. We called it teaming up on each other. One of us would, yep. te- two of us would team up on the other. And, and, I've, and I've heard from people that four is easier than three mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. which I don't know how because four is, it's more. So can we get four donkeys? <laughs> I don't know if I have a choice in that. Um, I think we're going to have more than four donkeys by the end of, the f- of things. But but yesterday, so this kind of goes along with that. Yesterday, I was chatting with some friends, uh, some people that go to the church, some guys, and um, and they were asking about the marriage adventure and what we do and, and, and all this. And so I was telling him about it, and, man, he was just commenting about how needed what we do is in marriages and he's on his second marriage and, and 
he, you know, his, his marriage now is great, but he said, man, if we had had that in my first marriage, I wonder, you know, things have been different, but he was telling me a little bit about his story. And he said something that really kind of gave, gave us the idea for today's topic. He said, you know, I'm going to be honest. He said, when it's just me and my wife, um, we're good, man, Mm -hmm. we're awesome. He said, it's typically when you add that third thing Mm. in the mix that things get tough. Mm -hmm. And, um, and what was he talking about? He, he said sometimes it's the kids or the job or a hobby that, that it's hard to balance the life and a healthy marriage when that third thing gets introduced. Yeah, well, we were married for 13 years before we had kids, and it was just a, you know, pretty smooth sailing through all of that. And, uh, you know, because we, it was just us. And yeah. We didn't, I mean, we had some stuff along the way, but for the most part, we got along pretty pretty peachy yeah pretty easy and so when we get back we're going to talk about about that thing that third thing that can sometimes make marriage difficult all right so bonnie and i are gen xers but our kids say hey josie and colby hey no you're supposed to say hey josie and colby hey josie and colby Colby. (laughs) but our kids are gen zers so we're going to play a little game called do you know your 80s? Kids, are y'all ready? Um, I don't know. All right. I don't know. All right, here we go. All right, here's the first one. A film told the story of a band of kids that wanted to save their homes from demolition and discover a Spanish map that leads them to a private Goonies. treasure. Goonies! Yes. Yes. One point for Colby. Yes. I, haven't, I haven't seen the Goonies all the way through. I need to I need to yes. watch it all the way through. I've seen about right. half of it. Which TV show won a primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy Series in 1988? Uh, right. The Wonder Years, Family Ties, Laverne and Shirley, or Murphy Brown? Murphy mm-hmm. Brown. The. I think that's right. The eighth one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right, here's another one. This... Should be ridiculously easy. You ready? What women's accessory was not in fashion in the 80s? Finger, fingerless gloves, belly button piercings, <laughs> belly button leg piercings. warmers, baggy parachute pants. <laughs> belly button piercings. Belly button. All right, that's one point for Josie. Ding, 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 ding. All right, Colby, uh, no bad potty language on here. All right, <laughs> Bonnie, you go. Which syndicated comic strip featured a lazy cat? Tom and Jerry. Pluggers, oh. Get oh. Fuzzy, Dilbert, or Garfield? Garfield. Garfield. Oh, I Josie knew, I knew it first. I knew it. I was just too Josie. I forgot One Colby. what it was called. Okay. A commercial featured a bodacious woman, I'll explain <laughs> that later, running and fighting against a dystopian society's unification of thoughts. I don't even know that one. Okay. <laughs> Total Eclipse of the Heart. Was a radio hit in the 80s. Who was the singer? Oh, I know it. I know it. Cindy Lauper, Guns N' Roses, Bonnie Tyler, or Bonnie, Irene Cara? Bonnie Tyler, I think. Josie ding, wins! Ding, ding, ding. Woo! Oh, Yay. Man. I didn't... Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so in today's episode, we want to talk about something called emotional triangles. What are they? And uh, are they good or bad? All right, so if uh, if you're like me and you had remedial math growing up, um, you probably didn't learn about triangles. 
<laughs> I did. I did in college, right? I don't know. So um, um, obviously, triangle. Something has three points, so that's mm-hmm. pretty understandable. Um, I did ride a tricycle when I was little. So an emotional triangle is any three members of a relationship system. Or uh, two members plus an issue or a symptom. So this is a marriage podcast. So we're going to put this in in uh, context of a mm-hmm. marriage. So an emotional triangle would be Bonnie. I would be one point of the triangle. Yep. You would be the other point of the triangle, mm-hmm. and something else would be the third point of the triangle. That could be the kids. That could be a person. That could be um, work. It could be a hobby, yeah. golf, a donkey. A donkey could be the third point of that emotional uh-huh. triangle. And uh, so it's anything that that's Or stressors. Thing. That's true. That's right. So, and, and, and honestly, there may be no such thing as a two-person relationship. As bad as we just want to be dropped off on an island in the middle of... Bora Bora? Bora Bora. Gosh, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, emotional triangles exist in most every relationship. Cause mm-hmm. Why? Because God created us for family Mm-hmm. And he created us for work and to have community. Um, so we're going to have external relationships outside the marriage. But uh, sometimes they're healthy and sometimes they aren't. So when do these emotional emotional relationships become unhealthy in emotional triangles? I okay. mean, Well, um, kind of the, the, the law of what we're talking about, emotional triangles, is that when any two parts of the system or the marriage relationship mm-hmm. in our context become uncomfortable with one another, yeah, they will triangle in or triangulate the focus on a third person or a, an issue as a natural way of shifting anxiety. So like if like if we're fussing, fighting, whatever you want to call it, fussing, that's an old word, fussing. right? That's we're a good fussing. southern Stop word. Stop fussing. Yeah. yeah. So if we're fussing and fighting about something, <laughs> and I'm just like, because I don't like to deal with conflict, and I'm like, okay, I'm I, You I'm don't not, like fussing. I don't like fussing. Yeah. I don't like it. I like peace. I like calm. So um, so if I don't, if I'm not comfortable with, with the way we're getting along, and I'm trying to deflect away from that. I could bring something else into that. I could put my focus on, maybe I'm going to exercise more and just ignore what's going on here. Yeah. That yeah, triangulation. I mean, I mean, you can, yes, you can shift over to exercise or, uh, you know, it says, uh, you know, a person that, that may be triangled in, if if he or she gets caught in the middle as the shift of the focus of the unresolved issue. So a common example would be if a parent brings a child into an argument. Um, okay. Or when the child becomes the focus and center of the family mm. uh, because the parents aren't getting along. And a lot of times what happens is maybe the marriage isn't uh, combative, but it's just really not healthy and it's not getting the focus it needs. And so the parents both shift to the kids yeah. or the kids just, you know, you have more than one kid. And then as, as they get older, man, Aye, they, get, they, get, they get life. Yeah. Yeah, and if you got more than two, you're not dividing and conquering. You're playing zone defense now, right? Mm-hmm. So their you know travel ball or their school plays or marching band, whatever they're involved in, mm-hmm. you can become so uh, focused on that point of the triangle that it gets triangled in and creates unhealth in the yeah. marriage. And so, um, so gotcha. that's when we can triangulate our kids in. Yeah. So this happens when one or both of the spouses feel relief of the tension because they've shifted it. Mm-hmm. 
so in that case, it's it's kind of the the story of of uh, the empty nester syndrome, right? Mm. So we've we've focused on the kids for so long. Gosh, we don't even know each other anymore. And yeah. what do we do? You know, so that's when we've kind of triangulated our kids into, and we've focus, shifted focus from yeah. the marriage over to the kids for so long. Sometimes I think you can triangulate your job into mm-hmm. into that relationship because sometimes it becomes easier. I mean, and I think there are times too that that you see someone become unhealthy in their job because they're you know falling apart at home, and it's just like. They're like, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to put everything in this job, and it's just it looks unhealthy there. Or they're e- either spending way too much time there, or you know they're just trying to ignore and keep things peaceful at home, so they're really falling apart at work. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if even if the job isn't uh, healthy, or they're not in a good place with the work, they their aggravation and frustration with it mm-hmm. could cause so much that it you know, and that I mean to take a little. Story from us, if you listened to our story a couple of podcasts ago mm-hmm. about how we stepped full-time into the marriage adventure, um, I mean, I was at a great church that we love, that was still our church home, mm-hmm. and I'd been there for almost 20 years, and I, I I just knew God was done with me there. Yeah, It wasn't because the situation was bad, or I didn't like the staff, or the mission, or the pastor, I loved all that, but I knew God was done with me there, but yet he hadn't released me to come, you know, here full time with the marriage adventure. Mm -hmm. And so there was this, I don't know if it was a lack of faith. I had faith enough to know God was going to do what he was going to do. I just didn't know how. Mm -hmm. And that caused this frustration. And so I think as I started to to find the frustration at work or lack of vision there, just kind of, I couldn't dream dreams there anymore. Mm -hmm. And that created another uh, frustration because I I knew they needed more. Yeah, you know they needed more from me. They needed more from that position, and yet I didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. How I could resolve that tension there, mm-hmm. and resolve the tension here. And so, what did that do to me here at home? You weren't yourself. You were definitely not your best you mm-hmm. for the last little bit because um, I could just see you coming home and kind of taking it out on the on just pouring everything into fixing stuff here. Um, And so we've kind of got some separation between our house and the barn. So you would come home and you'd dive deep into getting stuff done at the barn. And then when things weren't um, working there, um, normally you enjoy like getting Mm -hmm. out and doing stuff. But piddling, yeah. That's a good good word. Yeah, piddling, good southern word with fussing. Mm -hmm. But um, if you were, if things didn't go well out here, that's when we saw you lose your temper, and that wasn't natural for you. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't this that was making you. It was just that buildup of all the frustration that you had elsewhere. Or I was real short tempered. Yeah, short tempered at at the house because you were you're you just weren't your best self. Because and then you began to kind of triangulate us into your frustration with work. So my frustration became that third point. Yeah, not just me. Yeah, and and so. Um, so we're giving you guys these examples, and so what you have to do is, as we're giving these examples, is kind of examine your situation and examine your marriage, your relationship. Mm-hmm. What is that thing that you have triangulated in to shift that um, that anxiety or to shift that focus? Um, and, and a lot of, and I'm going to be honest with you, this is how affairs happen. Mm. You know, so the the marriage is not good. 
It's not yeah. great, you know. It's not. It, it sometimes it's toxic. Sometimes when affairs happen, it's just the boredom. marriage wasn't terrible. It just wasn't good. It was boredom, boredom. Mm-hmm. or one spouse sees it way worse than the other did, mm-hmm. and uh, and the other just doesn't get it. I don't know. We were. I was doing fine. We were doing fine, and the other's like, no, we weren't fine. And so, uh, but this is how it is. We they, they triangulate in this third person to mm. shift their anxiety and shift their passions toward. And pretty soon what they didn't intend to be an affair ends up being an affair. Mm. And um, and this can happen with anything. It can happen with job, in-laws, ministry, an outsider, uh, different things like that when we shift that focus to a third person. Mm. so that, That's not healthy. No. But Mm-mm. but can triangulation in some way, is there any any healthy triangulation that can exist? Well, triangles... Uh, any engineer will tell you a triangle it's the most stable um shape out there um it's more stable than a dyad which is just two right mm-hmm. big words remedial classes really talking about <laughs> um it's it's a lot stronger than a two-point structure mm-hmm. and that's uh it's also true in relationships um relationships that include a third point can often withstand way more pressure and that sounds odd to say doesn't it mm. well i think it's scriptural um, if you huh. Huh. look at there, look at the Bible. Oh, yeah, it comes back to Jesus. It comes back to the Bible. But um, Ecclesiastes four twelve it says, "Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves, because a cord of three strands is not quickly broken." Well, look at there. Well, if you've ever tried to like cut through a rope, mm-hmm. and it's just like a a, a two p pe- two parts to that rope that's twisted together. Okay, it's going to cut a lot easier. If it's just one thread, mm-hmm. it's going to cut. But you get three, and you're there for a while. Mm-hmm. Or more, you try to, you know, if mm-hmm. you t- have a braided rope, it's really difficult to cut through because it's just not, it's just much more strong than the, the single mm-hmm. strand of and cord. That, and that goes back to the concept, God created us for family. He created us for friendships. He created us for community. Mm-hmm. He created us to have that third point, which is called life and community and people mm-hmm. in it. So, um, so yes, triangles can be healthy because that's the way God created them i think i think we have to look at the most healthy triangle and uh, scripture gives us an understanding of the christ-centered triangle Mm. when we look at the most healthy form of triangulation Mm -hmm. and that's when we triangulate christ into the marriage so Mm -hmm. what can that look like man well if you picture drawing a triangle i've always kind of seen it drawn out on a you know, if you draw out on a little whiteboard, you've got yeah. a triangle in the in the it's the flat part of the bottom, and you put you on one triangle corner and me on the other, and then up at the top at the point that's Christ. Mm-hmm. And the closer we draw to Christ individually, well, look at there we meet oh, we, we meet, meet there. there. But having that close relationship with Christ does strengthen our relationship in in every way. Mm-hmm. And and when I'm you know if you take a take a circle or, or take a pencil and just kind of draw a circle. If, if you have that triangle in your mind that Bonnie just explained, <laughs> go on and take a, a pencil and draw a circle around, you know, me and Christ. And when I'm living dependent on him in a, mm-hmm. in a healthy, vibrant daily relationship with him, you know, Christ mm-hmm. said, abide in me as I'm abiding in him. And then take your little pencil and draw it around you and Christ. And when you're abiding in him, when you're walking in him yeah. daily, um, then what's that going to do when you take the pencil and draw it around me and you? It's going to make our relationship 
much, much stronger. Absolutely. The interesting thing about that triangulating Christ into our relationship is that doesn't really, Christ makes our relationship stronger. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really stand for other things we triangulate in. Mm-mm. When we triangulate in, let's just, the most natural would be kids. Mm-hmm. When we triangulate and shift focus to Christ, it makes us stronger. When we shift focus and all of our frustrations to kids, yeah. that doesn't make us stronger. No, and it when, can devastate the kids. Well, I mean, how many times do you see couples that are struggling? They're like, they're, they don't have kids and they're struggling. They're like, well, I think we're going to have a baby. Let's, let's try to have kids because that'll, that'll bring us closer together. It, there's some really <laughs> faulty thinking. All that parents you, are laughing. Yeah. As you just said that. Yeah, exactly. Because that, that can't complete your relationship. It, in no way does it do that. I mean, it's in so many ways it can be divisive if you're not on the same page going into parenting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, you triangulate job in and shift your focus. It's mm-hmm. then it's unhealthy triangulation. But when we focus our attention individually on Christ, he empowers us to live the Christ life which makes our marriage healthy. Well, there's something really beautiful that happens in your the closer you get to Christ, there's this thing that happens of he increases and we decrease. Mm-hmm. And as I allow myself to decrease so Christ can live through me, then I'm a more selfless person. Mm-hmm. I'm stepping aside and letting the fruit of the Spirit reside in my life, and that affects everybody around me in a good way. That mm-hmm. Anybody that's in, in that um, within my path at that point begins to not get selfish me. Mm-hmm. They get the Christ life living through me, and you get the most of that. Mm-hmm. So being close to Christ certainly affects our relationship in a positive way. So triangulating Christ in is one way to make a healthy triangle. Here's here's another way that we sometimes need to make uh, a triangle healthy, and that's by flattening it, mm-hmm. flattening the triangle. What does that mean? So if we have that third point that's something that is unhealthy, mm-hmm. say a, a relationship that's not healthy is mm-hmm. that third point. That could be a, a friend or somebody. Um or if we're self-medicating with something like, like alcohol in excess or pornography or something like that, mm-hmm. then we flatten that triangle by getting rid of that third point. Yeah. And uh, because uh, we need to shift the focus back to the marriage and back to the back to Christ. And we have multiple triangles. We all do in our life. Mm. So, but when our tri our Christ triangle is strong then it makes all of it gives us the power to make all the rest of the triangles strong mm-hmm. and to flatten those that don't need to exist. Mm-hmm. And so um, so it was just a really, it was, it was interesting when I was talking to my friend yesterday because this was something we had talked about last week. And when my friend mentioned that, that, that third thing, man, when we add that in, I was like, yeah, yeah this is we all yeah. have triangles in our life yeah. and we just have to make sure that they're healthy and well, that flatten we, the ones that aren't. Yeah, that we have to have... Say, say with the kids, I have to have a healthy relationship with the kids that I'm not codependent on them. Mm-hmm. You have to have a healthy relationship with them so you're not codependent on them mm-hmm. and vice versa. And so and that makes it, you know, we keep them out of our relationship in that way, uh-huh. you know. And yeah. so that's why you don't, and it's one thing, you don't want to pull kids in the middle of your arguments. No. Mm-mm. And kids like to triangulate. They like to pull, they, oh, like, to, they like to come and say, you know what, hey, they, if I say no... Where, where they like to go, daddy, daddy, 
They yeah. like to get the points from daddy. You know, daddy, uh, daddy mm-hmm. said I could do this. And did he really say that? And so they like to pull you in the middle of that argument with the other parent. Mm-hmm. They so. do. Uh, it's very reminiscent to the playground in, at school or middle school, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so what's our action point? How do we walk away from this today? And how do we apply this in our life? Well, first, I think we've got to look at our individual relationships with Jesus. I mean, if, if we are individually abiding or walking with Christ daily, then that's a strong point. That's, that makes things stronger. And am I doing that? Mm-hmm. And I have to, first of all, take relationship for that. I can't make you do that, but I can't make my spouse have a, a healthy relationship with Christ. But it's got, some, got to be something that we individually um, are, are seeking mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And um, that's going to look a little bit different for each person because my relationship with Christ is very personal. Mm-hmm. And he meets me in a way that's personal to me um, and vice versa for you. Um, yep, I, I I have a relationship with the Lord that looks very different from you, mm-hmm. and um, and that's that's not a bad thing. No, um, God in in invented us. Invented. God, God created us with uh, with different personalities, and He meets us in those personalities. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to probably involve Scripture. It's going to involve prayer and those things, mm-hmm. but. In, in the ways our personality expresses it. So I think that's the biggest action point because when that triangle, like we said earlier, when that triangle's healthy, man, all your other triangles are going to have a, a, a better shot of being healthful, healthy. Um, but he, the second thing is I think you just need to look at all the, the relationships in your life and are there any that you're triangulating in something and you're shifting your attention to because of a deficit in your marriage? Mm-hmm. That's not Christ. Yeah. So anything that you're shifting your anxiety, frustration to. Um, or pulling into your pulling relationship. Pulling into your relationship um, that's not healthy for your marriage is unhealthy triangulation. And you need, to, you need to flatten it or make that relationship. If it's with your kids, you need to make that relationship with your spouse healthy and then with your kids healthy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's uh, so very interesting concept. Very interesting concept. So I think that's all we have for today. Yep, that's all we've got for today. So we hope you will join us next time. Yep. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram at The Marriage Adventure, and we will see you next time. Oh, we are all-